another question on the email. Good morning. I was listening to Ramesh's YouTube satsangs and came across your videos. I listened to them and they are crisp and clear. Thank you for sharing your experiences. One thing that I would like to know is if inside you think that you will be calm in suppose X situation, but when that X situation arises, you react differently. Then do you say to yourself that it is God's will as you didn't mean to and don't feel guilty about it? That was the question. And my answer was, yes, you have answered your own question quite well. You may feel regret about your reaction, but no guilt or shame as there is the total understanding that it was not in your control. And you don't really say this to yourself as such. It's the understanding that arises that whatever happened in that moment was precisely what was supposed to happen. If at all there is any involvement in the reaction, for example, I should not have reacted that way, then the involvement is cut off by the understanding and one is no longer involved. And when it is cut off is God's will. task at hand. So there is something which engages the mind and that is why he had told that person that if nothing, why don't you take up some social service just to be engaged. Ultimately Ramesh knew that if it was not the destiny of the person or the conditioning, even that would not happen. But the suggestion was still there that get engaged because then the thinking mind which is running rampant all through the day it no longer does that because there's something it is busy with so this would be suggested to anyone yes the issue is that what if you are working and you have a rampant thinking mind that is why As Maharaj would say, earnestness is required. For example, you've read a book, something has appealed to you and you're trying to apply its contents to your daily living. In that instance, what one needs to understand is that patterns of the ego in the waking state will repeat till they are supposed to repeat. All that can happen, and I'm not saying all that one can do, all that can happen is that awareness is brought to the pattern. And over time, some notice that the thinking mind, the pattern of the thinking mind of going into these different directions and trajectories 
starts changing, starts reducing. The mind is no longer going into those zones. And that is when one knows that the understanding has truly taken effect. So, one has to truly just be a witness to the movements of the mind, which is what true meditation is about. True meditation is not about concentration or stilling the mind with a sense of volition or doership. True meditation is witnessing all the thoughts that arise in the meditation without any judgment, without saying these should not arise. Witnessing what arises in the moment and one thought may get extended into thinking in the meditation and that thinking sometimes gets cut off and you realize, my God, I was thinking all this while. That cutting off is not an act of the thinking mind because the thinking mind was extended in the duration of time. That is the witnessing. So, it is the same, the process which we follow in meditation, for example, of witnessing is what the waking state is about too. It is the witnessing of the entanglements of the thinking mind which takes place more and more. And as a result of that, the thinking mind starts subsiding. Till we reach a point of stillness inside, which is the stillness of the thinking mind, not of the mind. We cannot function without a mind. And invariably, stillness of the thinking mind results in more silence. We find the need to speak less, to give our viewpoints, opinions, judgments less and less. As Maharaj would say, speechlessness befits the great man. Or he would say, realized people are very quiet. Which means, as within, so without. Quietness of the thinking mind and therefore the need to get involved in everything in world politics, in views, in preferences, in colors, in food, in movies, in this and that and this constant barrage of involvement through the day starts subsiding. In yoga, there is a term, I think it's called the Hamsa Mudra, like Bhagwan Nityananda, for example, where they always had one eye which was looking out into the world, but the other was, the gaze was turned inside. 